to Unless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and this podcast is based on a passage that comes from Psalm 127, which says this, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen keep awake in vain. Come join me as I look at current events and life situations and put the tagline, Unless the Lord, in front of them and see how we can change our lives together. Join me on this journey as we get started right away. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, I, I lost a week to Good Friday, so I'm back this week. It's April 22nd, and it is good to be back. Let me see. Today in New Mexico, it's, um, it's windy and it's hot. So there you go. Sounds like a normal day in New Mexico in the spring. Maybe not the hot, but the windy for sure. Uh, Let me see what happened this week. Uh, Got my draw results out. So for those of you who understand, I'm a hunter. Um, And uh, so each year I get to wait and see if I drew anything. And I did draw deer, but no elk for anybody in the family. So um, so I'm going to be looking for elk tags, I think to see if I can get, at least the kids get some meat. But anyway, so um, today I wanted to talk to you about something that's near and dear to my heart and something that kind of popped up in in my life uh, over the last several years, but has kind of reared its ugly head these last couple of weeks. What I want to talk about today is mental health in the workplace. Now, um, I do not struggle with mental health. I had a bout of depression maybe 13, 14 years ago. And I would say that, you know, all of us do struggle with some form of depression. In fact, stats show that 264 million people struggle with depression and 40 million people struggle with anxiety. Those are just some stats. And anybody can be at a point where they're feeling depressed or they're feeling anxious at any time. And, and we all have what I consider to be triggers that cause certain things in us that are anxiety or, um, or depression or, or whatever that is. Now, the reason I want to talk about this is because a couple weeks ago, almost two weeks ago now, um, my daughter who struggles with a mental illness, but is in the workplace, uh, was told by her HR department that she was no longer fit to work um, because of something she asked. Now I'm not gonna go into the details of what she asked or what was said, but it really got me to thinking about how we deal with mental health in the workplace and 
how we deal with mental health in general, if God is in control, in other words, going back to unless the Lord. So let me first deal with the idea of, of somebody who's struggling with their mental health in a job situation. Now, I believe that, um, that there are ways that workforce places can make it possible for people with mental health disabilities to work and work well. I think even in highly stressful jobs, there are ways that we can make this work. And this is coming from somebody who's, who's healthy right now, whose mental health is, is good. And I think in my position, if the Lord is involved in me hiring an employee who might have or who develops a mental health disability while they're working with me, as a person who loves the Lord and loves people, I am going to do things that will help their mental health. Does that mean I'm perfect at it? No, because I've, I think I've, I've messed up in the past in this stuff. But, um, but I think that unless the Lord is involved in your hiring practices and your firing practices as a boss or as a person who, who is an overseer of other people, you, you can make some major mistakes on this particular issue. But I think it goes even beyond mental health, right? We have laws in place that protect people who struggle with whatever it is, whether it's physical health, mental health, um, family issues, right? And we, I think I've heard it and I've even caught myself saying things like, but if they've missed too many days because of it, what is our response? And I think, oh, that's terrible. That's a terrible, terrible statement. I think that conversations have to be had. This can't be, I wrote this policy and therefore this is the end result. I, I don't think that's good for anybody. You know, if, if, if you're dealing with asthma and you have asthma attacks because of outside things, right? Um, hopefully you wouldn't look for a job whose majority is outside, but if the majority of the job is inside and you're asked to do something outside, there should be a conversation. No boss should be saying, well, this is just the way it is. You better go do it. Because if that person has an asthma attack, that's going to be something that they have to deal with. And I think our world in America, especially has forgotten to add the human component in to the hiring and firing into the, to the, to the way that we deal with employees and the employer employee relationship. We have taken God out of it. And in America, it's all about product productivity. And we've decided that if you are, not as productive because of your physical disability or your mental disability or your age or whatever, whatever the reason is, if we've decided that you will not be as productive in that position as somebody else who is whatever, we've lost track of what's really important. And, and so what I think ends up happening is people that have a mental health disability end up on disability. People with a physical disability end up on disability as opposed to living in a way 
or having a job or having, it's like, there's only one or other way. We, we don't have a way to develop positions that meet the needs of somebody who can still live a productive work life, but needs some accommodation, needs some help to get there. I think that that is so vitally important to the human condition that we feel productive. Uh, I don't know if I've told you guys, I wrote a book. It's coming out here in the next couple of weeks, really. It's called Unless the Lord. And in that book, I talk about working. I talk about, you know, that, that unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Well, in an employee-employer relationship, um, and obviously I work at a church, so it's vitally important, but I've heard it at churches where we have the discussion of, well, this person just, you know, this, or this person is that, and this person wouldn't be able to handle the stresses. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why would we say that? Why isn't the, why aren't we comprehending the idea or why aren't we making it possible for people who, who might struggle with the stresses? Why aren't we dealing with a situation where we make the job different so that the stressors are not so great? Why aren't we putting in place policies and procedures that help to negate that problem? Now, in my, in my situation at church, I work with people. I work with children, precisely. Um, sometimes children can be highly stressful. But what are the policies and procedures I have in place if I have a, an employee who says, I'm, I'm struggling right now? Do, is my response, is the response of the people that are in charge going, well, you just got to deal with it. This is your job. Or is there an opportunity to, well, why don't we leave the room for a second? Why don't we do something so that you can breathe? Let's, let's make this happen. And, and so that the child is safe, the employee is safe, but more importantly, that the employee feels valued. Um, I've, I've listened to Maxwell long enough to know that John Maxwell says, value people. And everybody has an innate in incomparable value that we can't, that we can't even equate to because Jesus died for them on the cross. So why is it that we, that we think that value is lessened due to a mental disability or a mental health issue? Guys, listen, we have to change our world. We, in America, we have to change the thought process where we don't look at people based on their disability or anything else, but we look at them as highly valued individuals. And I'm, I'm, I'm right here to tell you that I, I am sickened by what happened over the last couple of weeks, like to the point where I just can't believe that this is the, the, the way that somebody has decided to treat people. We have to treat people better. You know, our, our homeless population is, is so high. And, 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 and I, I get that, that sometimes they aren't like us, but there is a way to treat people with love and respect that is better than I believe we treat them now. And I'm, I'm just, I know I'm probably speaking more than I should about that, but 
But in the workplace, you know, there has to be conversations. We can't just say, well, that's this, this is this, they're unqualified to do that position. What, what if that person, um, in particular working with children, what if that person, because of their mental health is able to, um, talk about that mental health, their mental disability to kids who might have the same disability. We're noticing now that mental health issues are popping up at younger and younger ages. And let me tell you, these things have been around forever. Listen, in 1 Kings 19.4, Elijah himself, Elijah, it says, while he went himself, went on a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. He said, I have had enough, Lord. Take my life. I know better than my ancestors. Now, God didn't take him away. God didn't take his life. He spared his life, and he gave him the strength to do things. And I think that we have to be willing to treat people differently, but allow them to do things that everybody does. I'm sorry. I'm very frustrated about this. So, so help me out. But, but anyway, in the workplace, especially, and if, if you're in a workplace where you feel like the environment would not work for somebody who struggles with anxiety or depression or something like that, listen, I don't know if you're the right person to talk to, but we need to start making those changes. And let's, let's look at somebody who's having a struggle in his marriage. Let's say there's a guy who's working at a construction job who's having a tough time in his marriage. Maybe him and his wife had a fight. How are we as employers and people who own businesses taking that into account in our daily lives? How are we doing that? I'm just saying we need to. As a society, we need to do better. Now, let me talk to those of you and and me personally, those of you who are struggling with your mental health. Um, it is not your fault. I'm just going to say it, that you have, your value is no less because of your mental health. Your value is the, is the same or greater because Jesus died for all on the cross. Jesus came down. His value, your value is the life of Jesus Christ. So when you're struggling, remember that. Remember that even though you're struggling, God loves you and God cares for you and he values you highly. I'm just really struggling with the idea that we have more people struggling with mental health than we've ever had in our world. And instead of, of saying we understand that, we're willing to work with that, Instead, we're, what we do is we draw away. We draw back. And don't draw back. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God wants you to give all your worries and cares and concerns to him. Philippians 4, 6-7 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And even in depression, Psalm 23, 4, David writes, Even though I walk through the valley 
of the darkest valley. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, you always comfort me. You see, God actually cares that we struggle with mental health. And God has a plan in that. Unless the Lord is over your relationships with people that you know who struggle with mental health, how are you going to, to have a vibrant relationship with them? Value the people. Unless the Lord is over you in your struggles with your mental health, unless you are giving it all to God, Unless the Lord is over that, you will find your struggles to be great. But even more so, you'll find that you're trying to battle them on your own. And God does not want you to do that. God put doctors here. He put medications here. He has himself in the, like with you, in the valley of darkness, God is with you. And he says, look to me, unless the Lord is with you in the valley, your struggle will be great, but but with God, your struggle might still be great. But you know there is light at the end of that tunnel. Unless the Lord, more importantly, unless the Lord is over your hiring practice, unless the Lord is over your employee-employer relationship, unless the Lord is over your, your thoughts and your desires, you will fail. Because God is stronger than all of that. God is more powerful. And God values us more highly than anything. So listen, as I'm, today was a process day. Next week, guys, I'm going to be talking about, maybe I'm not ending this well. Listen, I want to end this well. Look around. Look around the people you work with. Look around the people that you go to church with. Look around the people in your family and recognize that, that not everything is solved by a get over it attitude. Sometimes it takes a little bit more than that. And sometimes we as parents, friends, coworkers, employers, um, supervisors, we have a responsibility to ask God, what would you do in this situation? How would you help this person? Not, how am I making sure I'm not losing money? Not, how am I making sure I'm getting the job done? Instead, we ask the question, what can I do to help this person? This, this person who's valued so highly by God that, that he died on the cross for him. Or one pastor one time said, look at everybody with the backdrop of the cross. I think that's important. You know, whether it's mental health or mental, mental disability, physical disability, whatever it is, stop, stop judging and start helping whoever you are, wherever you are. There are, there are human beings in our world that are struggling and what they need is somebody to pray for them. What they need is somebody to help them get through it. So be that person. Be that person. Next week, I'm going to be talking about probably a more sensitive subject. But um, 
I want to talk about the internet, social media, and I want to I want to put the spin of unless the Lord is over your posts. That's right, over your posts. Um, I know people have done that before. I know it's been talked about before, but I, I just I I wonder if if we could literally every time we sat down at a social media setting, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, Holy cow, all the million others, Snapchat. What if every time we sat down for a post, unless the Lord is over this post, I will not put it in. Asking God to literally be a part of every post that we put out and uh, every statement we make, every everything we do that other people are going to see, unless the Lord is over that, how would that change our world? So guys, I hope to see you next week. Hope to, hope to talk to you next week. And uh, if you have any questions... Feel free to email me, alangetty at gmail.com. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast um, at iTunes or Spotify or many of the other Google, Google Cast, whatever, wherever you find this podcast. Please subscribe. I would love it if more people were on here. Also, last but not least, have a great week. Um, we will see you next week. Uh, be watching for my new website, unlessthelord.org where I will have a blog similar to what I talked about in my podcast. Talk to you later, guys. Have a great week. Unless our father builds.